Bung Bung. Welcome to the potty is brought to you by Bung Bung Coffee, the best dark roast coffee you can buy. A blend of four of the top South American coffee uh, companies, countries. And honestly, this is like, this is just like putting nature directly into your body, bro. And that's, that's really what food is, I I suppose. But this coffee, bro, this is natural, ethically sourced, premium coffee delivered directly to your door. What more could you ask for? Just really, really refueling your body with that, that environment, bro. Just putting beans directly into your body. And if you like to have a little bit of milk, little bit of sugar guess what that comes from the environment too that is just nature really getting into them guts bro if you want if you want to put nature in your guts get that bung bung coffee at bungbungcoffee.com enter promo code potty p-o-double-d-y all caps for 15 percent off all orders all orders no minimum purchase no maximum purchase 15 percent off all orders at bungbungcoffee.com let's start the show Welcome to the party, bung bung. It's your man Clay Tron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI podcasting, the captain. The fucking Jerry Seinfeld podcasting, baby. Yes, I'm in the middle of my fringe run, but we're not going to go through my fringe experience until it's over. We're going to reflect on it in next week's episode. I've still got two shows left at the time of recording this, so we'll wait, we'll wait until the next episode to break the, uh, the fringe down, man. But um, it's been good so far. It's been good so far. I'm exhausted. I've, I've gone out one night for like a big night, uh, and it wasn't even that big, got home at one in the morning, and I, you know, retrospectively counted my beers, and I think I had between six and eight beers, and that's, you know, that's a lot, but it's not the most, um, and that's been good, I've been good since last week's episode, so thanks to, thanks to everyone that reached out, uh, I've been all, I've been all good, you know, shit, shit, shit happens occasionally, and it, and it happened last week, but I'm good, um, I've been feeling good about the shows, you know. You you have ups and downs. That's comedy. It's like basketball, man. You have you can you can fucking score forty points off of seventy five percent shooting one night, and then go over for fourteen the next night. Sometimes that's just how it goes. And um, yeah, that this week uh, doing back to back shows every night. That's that's what it's been like, man. You just got to roll with it. But it's been good. It's been good. It's been a great experience doing this shit. But yeah, like I said, I'm not going to go into this shit. I already said that and then I started going into it, but I'm really not going to go into it until next week's episode. We'll really reflect on all of that shit. All of that shit. I, uh, I played one-on-one with a comedian, friend of the show, Peter James, from Shad and Pete Save the World. Um, the Fringe will be over by the time this gets released, so um, I'm not going to tell you to go see that show because you can't. Uh, if you're in Brisbane, though, they do it there every month in Brisbane. They take it around the place as well. So if you do... Ever get eyeballs on Shad and Pete Save the World? Go and see it. Uh, it is fucking hilarious and it's all improv, man. Um, they've been on the show before. They're fantastic. And I went and played one-on-one with Pete. And, um, dude, honestly, I, I was sore. I'm still sore. 
I did that on Monday. Today it's Saturday. And I'm still fucking sore, man. Honestly, bro. Honestly. Uh, I am sore. Sore, bro. That's my life. And then I'm talking to people. Bro, these dudes. They're these dudes at the court. Like, bro, like how tall are you? Like seven foot? I'm like, nah, man. Nah. Yeah, bro, you're like seven foot. Okay, well, if you know so much about how fucking tall I am, bro, don't come and ask me how tall I am. Don't come and ask me how tall I am and then tell me how tall I am. Right? Let me be. I'm over here, you know, I'm waiting for Pete, so I'm by myself. I'm just shooting. Just like, fuck, you could just fucking reach up there and dunk it high. It's like, nah, bruh. Because I'm not seven foot. And seven footers can't even do that, bruh. You know? He's like, fucking, oi, dunk it, bro. I was like, hey, dude, I've said it. I'm not dunking it. I've got bad knees. Can, you know, can I just, can I just be here, shoot? Then him and his friend both come down my end of the fucking court and start dunking it on my end. And I'm like, I'm like, what are you guys playing fucking full court? And they're like, oh, bro, well, let's just shoot. I was like, no, no, no. You take that end or you take this end. I'll go down that end. I'm here. I'm waiting for a friend, dude. You know, can we, can we share? Like, do you, do you need to be down this end with me? Can I not have some time to myself? You know, that, yeah. You know, maybe I'm trying to build my brand, trying to, you know, gain some followers, gain some notoriety. Maybe I should be more friendly to the, but also don't approach me with this, this height bullshit no more, right? If you've seen my comedy, if you've seen it one time, you understand that I'm not down with it. I just want to be a guy. I just want to be a guy that makes jokes. Funny guy, you know, silly. I'm just a silly goose. Just being a silly goose all the time, flapping my wings and, you know, eating bread that people throw at me like I'm a beggar. And these guys, fuck it. Anyway, they, they went and left me alone. Pete comes, me and Peter shooting around. Pete, you know, Pete's like, I've been working on my three-point shot. Uh, he misses about 23s and he hits a few. And I was like, okay, so maybe, you know, maybe you have been working on it. Maybe it's a bit rusty. But we played one-on-one after that, played two games to seven. And yeah, I beat him both games. But it wasn't easy, bro. I'm out of shape. I'm out of shape. I've had a few compliments lately. People have noticed that I've been working hard, trying to um, lose a little bit of weight. Had a few people tell me I'm leaning out a little bit. And I'm like, well, thanks, but you didn't help me out by telling me I was getting fat, did you? You know, I'm the only one that knew. I was, well, I think everyone knew, but I was the only one telling myself that, you know, negative self-talk. So I went in there. And um, towards the end of the game, I had to just bully him. I had to fucking back him down in the post because I was getting tired. I couldn't keep fucking around, bouncing the ball. You know, my three-point shot wasn't dropping. I was doing some one-dribble some one pull-ups that were going down, DeMar DeRozan type shit. Ka-ka-ka-ka-ka, you know? Um, you know, that was a that was a self, that was like a self uh, soundboard, but we do have a gun here. Easy money. And yeah, so, well, it wasn't actually easy money. It wasn't actually easy money. Motherfuckers were, were gasping for air, bro. I thought maybe, you know, this could be it. Maybe I'll have a heart attack today. You know, that's what I was feeling like. That was a public holiday too. Just before that, oh no, we'll get into Clay's reviews, but 
just before that, I'd just come directly from the uh, theater, movies, cinema. You know, I went, I went to see the Batman. Mwah. We'll talk about that soon. Oh my god! Um, so, so me and Pete, we play a couple games, and we go and we have a feed, and that was good. That was good. But we're walking from from the courts to a pub. We walked past two pubs that were closed. It was a public holiday. We had to walk like probably a kilometer to get to a pub. We get to one, and uh, on the oh on the way, we get the green man, which means cross the road. I don't know if like whatever we're, we're you know we're getting listened to worldwide, bro. Sixteen countries. We're in sixteen countries. Don't know if you guys realize, bored man's not here again today. Oh my god! He's like the time traveler's wife or something. But instead of traveling through time, he's just traveling through South Australia and Victoria, really. So he went. Is is Mildura in SA or in Vic? I'll tell you where Boardman was at. Hold on, let's check. Mildura. See. Uh, Victoria. So he went over the borders last weekend. So that's why he wasn't here, old Boardman. And this week, he had a thirtieth last night. He had a thirtieth last night. So I think. You know, I think he got a little bit um, intoxicated. Who knows what he's doing? He could be shitting blood. He could he could have a headache. Who knows? Who really knows what's going on with him today? But he's not here again. We had to vote today. Hopefully he got to vote because otherwise... Is it... I still don't even know the rules in Australia. Like, it's a local election, right? State election. So... So, do I have to vote in that? Or do I only have to vote federal? Because I went because I was nervous because I don't want to get a fucking fine. Can't afford fines right now, bro. Put like fucking $400 into Instagram ads for my fringe show uh, that don't seem to be working. So that's, yeah. Will I do fucking that kind of promotion next year? Yeah. Yeah, I will. Even though it seems to be an absolute waste of money. Tax that shit. Claim that bitch on tax. Anyway, uh, what was I saying? Mildura, yeah, he's like the time traveler's wife. Instead of traveling through time, he's traveling through, you know, uh, borders. So he went to Mildura last weekend. This weekend, he's shitting blood. And um, and I don't know. That's unsourced. It's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, bro. Uh, but that's that can happen on hangovers. It's shitting blood, vomiting, spraying bowls from both ends. You can get uh, tired. You can get headache. Um you can, you know, just order, you can accidentally order so much greasy food thinking that's going to make you feel better, but coincidentally makes you do more crazier shits. Um, so I don't know what he could be doing any of those things. Um, and then next weekend, he's not going to be here either. He's going, he's doing kangaroo Island. Yeah. That's a place. If you're from America, you think that's a joke. That's a place. Google that kangaroo Island's a real place. I've been there. Um, a few years ago now, maybe two, three years ago. I don't remember mad long ago. Uh, but why, why was I talking about board man? I think I was just saying that he's not here today, but, um, oh yeah, me and Pete. I don't know how I started talking about board man from Pete, but we're walking to the pub and this we get the little green man. That's right. I talked about the little green man. Don't know what many, how many countries 
listen to this. I do know 16 countries. I don't know whether you've got little green man in every country, but little green man in Australia means cross the street, pedestrian, cross it. You're allowed to. So we get, we get green man, we go. And uh, this bitch turns the corner and honks at me, at us. And uh, it was green man. It was green man. So we were allowed to be walking and we weren't just stopped. We were, you know, progressing across the road. She honks. I turn around and I say, hey, you don't see the fucking light? You know, disrespect. You know, um, you know, swear words, cussing. Um, and then the another guy coming from another angle through the intersection winds his window down, starts putting his thumb up at me. He's like, yeah, good on you, mate. Fucking tell that bitch, yes, brother. And um, that was good. That felt validating for me, bro. <laughs> that made me feel fucking good, bro. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, bro. So I did the right thing by, you know, being expletive at that bitch, bro. And you're not supposed to call them bitches, but I didn't know this bitch's name individually, you understand? And she was acting like a bitch. You act like a bitch, you get called a bitch. And that goes for men too. Men can act like bitches, you know? It's not being sexist if you're just being a bitch, you understand? So she was a bitch. I don't I don't talk about like, you know, if this girl comes and talks to me, I don't go like, oh man, this bitch was hitting on me last night. Unless she comes up and she's like, you know, I'm like, oh, hey, Crystal. And she's like, um, I've got a fucking boyfriend. I'm like, then I'll be like, this bitch thought I was hitting on her. But I really was just saying hello because we went to high school together. You understand? And that was a that was an actual example of, of something that's happened to me. And I wasn't hitting on this girl. I was still with Rachel at that time. This was years ago. And it's still in my memory because I cannot believe the ego on you to think I'm hitting on you. Um, when your sister is much, much hotter. Um, what was the what was the point? Oh yeah, but if some girl comes and hits on me, and I'll talk about that in a second. If some girl comes and hits on me, and she's all nice about it, like oh, I just wanted to know if you're single, like you know, blah blah blah. I'll be like, oh no, you know, I got a I've got a girlfriend. I've actually pumped her full of my fluids, and now we're having a kid. You understand? And she'd be like, oh, my God, congratulations. Um, sorry, I'm sorry to bother you. I'd be like, a lovely girl came and hit on me last night, you know? But if this if this girl was like, um, are you single? And I was like, no. Nah. Well, I don't give a shit. Fuck off. I'd be like, some bitch came and hit on me with some fucking attitude last night, you understand? This bitch. So I don't just call everyone bitches. I only call bitches bitches. So that's me justifying my language um last night had a great show we'll talk about my shows next week had a great show had a lot of support a lot of friends uh came along went out afterwards stayed around like the venue and the um you know gluttony to that doesn't like if you don't know the fringe gluttony just sounds like one of the seven sins so gluttony is like a big outdoor festival area with with tons of venues inside it tents tent venues it's like a big circus almost with little mini circuses in it 
but the circus sometimes is just comedy or or actually a circus act or or music you know or cabaret burlesque can be anything um so that's the name of gluttony is the major venue and then my part of gluttony is called the piglet okay so i'm hanging out in gluttony getting beers having some dinner with friends um several groups of friends came so that was a bit stressful because i had to like bounce around trying to make sure that i was sort of with everyone so i went and had dinner with um one group of friends and then i went and uh had had some drinks with my work friends and then i bounced back over well i had a drink with my work friends and i bounced back over to the friends i had dinner with and i brought them back over to my high school friends and i like introduced them we merged those groups um and then then my friends that i had dinner with they left and i i went out with my high school friends and we went to this place man and bruh i am old dude because i went in there and i was like what what's the point of being in a place where the music is so loud i like to have conversations i like to talk sometimes i don't feel like talking but i'll at least listen you know and i guess i was listening but only to like the loudest music of all time dude my ears were ringing i got home and i was like i was doing like you know opening my mouth mad, mad wide to try and um you know, get my hearing back and shit. I thought I was going deaf almost. Had It felt like I had blocked ears because the place was so loud. Dude, the demographics there was like between 18 and 50, maybe even 55, dude. There was different shapes, sizes, you know. There was girls with perfect bodies and then there was girls with, uh, you know, bigger bodies, which, you you, you know depending on who you are, you might call them perfect bodies as well. Um, we've all got different tastes. Some people like, you know, a thick chick. I like thickness, but I don't like fatness. There's a difference. Um, sorry, to, sorry to hear that. But I digress. There was, yeah, shapes, sizes, ages, genders. It was everything. Tattoos, clean skins, um, you know, whites mostly. I was probably the only black guy there as far as I can remember. There's maybe a Filipino, I think. And he, you know, he just started like grilling corn over in the corner, bro. But um, there, there, we got a booth and it was saturated, bro, saturated. So luckily there was like a ledge around the booth. So we all sat up on the ledge with our feet um, touching the seat, you know? So you're up on the the ledge and your feet are where your butt should be on the seat because the, the seat was so wet. And I've been wearing the same outfit every night to comedy, so I'm going to have to ha have a new outfit because I did sit on the seat first and I'm not wearing those pants again tonight. So I'm going to have to wear some jeans maybe with, with rips in the knees. People will think, I, you know, I th that I... I feel like people when I wear my jeans with the rips, I feel like people think that I think I'm really cool, but I just like those jeans, you know? So, so that happened. Oh, yeah, I had another group of friends uh, that I wanted to get dinner with. It's just hard with so many groups of friends. It's hard. The bounce around is difficult, my, my guys. Um, let me just have a sip of this water here. Bro, I go through water on stage, dude. I get so nervous. My mouth is dry as a motherfucker. 
um, I found out someone from work listens to this show, so I don't know. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be employed, honestly. Um, once you know, once the once word gets out about that, um, I don't know. Some of these episodes have been fucking lit, you know. There's too many, really, to like. You'd have to spend so many hours to go back through. You know, 330 episodes. That's 300 hours. That's 330 hours. Can you, you know... I'm not running for Congress, so no one's really going to be combing through that shit. You know, you can listen to these shits on double speed too, but it makes your voice go squeaky, so it won't sound as crazy. But then if you hear something crazy, maybe you listen back in normal speed and you hear my voice saying something like, you know, sexist or racist. But most of the time, I'm joking. This is a comedy podcast. Don't forget it. Um, I don't remember. Oh, yeah. So we're sitting in this booth, on booth, really. And my uh, there was these girls sitting on the opposite side of the booth. There was, a, there was a drink that had been left in the middle of the table from the people before us. One girl gets up, walks across the table, picks up this old drink. She doesn't know how many roofies are in it, and she necks it. That was wild, and that is some real, you know, white girl wasted type shit. And she, and yes, she was white. As I said, I was the only black guy in there. There was a Filipino, and by this time, he was. I think he was now grilling, um, you know, whole capsicums in the corner. But, um, she drinks this pink drink that looked. It looked like it had maybe off milk in it. I don't know, bro. She necks it and she smiles at us all. And I was like, please do not approach me. You know, she had a um, chubby friend who came and sat next to me. Her tit meat was all over the place. Like, honestly, you know, I think it's cheating to be like, you know, a heavier woman with, you know, big breasticles, but that's what she was. You know, just like it's cheating to be a skinny guy with a six-pack. you got to be... That's not work. That's just being skinny. That's not hard work. I cannot give you that, my brother. But this woman, she comes and she goes... And this could... This might not have happened. Um, I don't know. I don't know exactly what she said because the music was that loud. And it was fun, man. It was a good venue. But I don't think you're going to see me back there. Just for the fact that I, I like to chit-chat. I'm not a big dancer. You know, so, um, you know, Tits sits down next to me and she's like, has anyone ever told you you're beautiful? And I said, what? You know, and um, almost like I wanted her to say it again, but I didn't hear her the first time. And she says, has anyone ever told you you're beautiful? And I just said, ha, ha, ha. And she said, like, so beautiful. Like, you look like a fucking celebrity. And I was like, oh, I'm no celebrity. And that was the end. That was the end of the conversation. So I don't know if me not being a celebrity wasn't cool for her or if she just realized that I was not really not really vibing on the, you know, loose tit, tit meat. So, um, hold on, I'm just got to turn the uh, camera back on here. There we go, that's back on. So I'm sitting there drinking, really trying to talk to my friend Harry. I don't know what he's saying. Every time he says something, I'm saying what. And then I got one more beer and I was like, I can't just say what all night. So I told him. I don't even know if they heard me, but I was like, after this beer, I'm out. 
this girl, the blonde girl, not the one, not the one that told me I was beautiful. Her friend, the the one that drank the pink the pink concoction. She's sitting, she's standing on the table, she's dancing. The bartender comes over, he's like, "Hey, get off the table," and she did. And then he turned around to go pick up some glasses. She gets back on the table and he calls security. She He comes over, kicks her out. We all laugh at her. My friend gets on the table, starts dancing. Guy says, get off the table. My friend, he's lit. He's fucking lit. Dances across the table towards the security guard, puts his middle fingers up at the security guard. Security guard jumps up on the table and... As if it was his own house. He was so emotional, bro. Screams, get the fuck out. And I laughed until I got home and fell asleep. I could not stop laughing, bro. Man, this motherfucker was so lit. <laughs> yeah, he went and did. Oh, I forgot. I forgot the best part. He danced. He danced towards the bouncer. Um, the bouncer said, get off the table. My friend um, then like danced danced towards him and acted as if he was going to get off the table and then like moonwalked back <laughs> to the other end of the table with his middle fingers up at the card. <laughs> oh, my God. He was lit, right? He got fucking kicked out. I went outside because... Because the bouncer was fucking roid raging, man. And I was like, oh, he's going to take a swing on him. So I went out there to make sure everything was cool. And it was. Um, one more drink. Fucked off. Went home. I uh, had to get a fucking taxi home. And then Rachel works about halfway between my house and the city. She took me to her work in the morning. Then I walked from her work to go get my car, which was about, I don't know, three, four Ks. It was about an uh, an hour walk, a little under an hour, 55 minutes or something. So I had to go do that. Then I had to go vote. Um, you have to wear masks in there. I rocked up without a mask. They're like, you got to wear a mask. I said, you want me to vote? And I fucking voted maskless, brother. I used the power. I used their rules against their rules. They, I guess they had the right to tell me to fucking go home and get one or whatever. I'm sure they had some there. I'm sure they had some there, but they didn't offer me one, not with my attitude. I had my my earphones in. And um, he says, he says, oh, you got to have a mask in here. And I just said, you want me to vote or what? Bung, bung, vote out. So if I've got COVID now, someone else has that shit, baby. Yes. You know what? And if they sent me home, I wouldn't have fucking voted. And I don't know what the rules are on state elections, but if I got a fine in the mail, I wouldn't have paid that shit. I wouldn't have paid it. I would have gone to court. I would have taken it to court and I would have said, I went there to vote. I went there to vote. They sent me away because of your stupid fucking mask rules when everyone's 94% vaccinated, you cunts. You know, I would have gone there. I would have gone mad expletive on them. And they would have they would have been like, Hell no. You're paying a fucking fine, boy. And if they called me boy, would have shot that place the fuck up. Um, not really, honestly. That sounded like a threat, but I'd never do anything like that. I probably would just pay the fucking fine, honestly. 
Man, you corny. Um, my tech, I don't know. I don't know about my tech right now. Like, we've had some technical difficulties today. Hopefully, it's all been edited out and you haven't had to worry too much about it. I don't fucking know, bruh. We got... Yeah. We just got shit all over the place here, man. All over the place. Uh, you know, there's icons all over both cameras. I don't know what either camera is fucking saying to me. Um, But yeah, I've got some shit to talk about, bruh. Oh, dude, coming home from voting, by the way. Um, I saw a lady walking around the neighborhood with scissors, which, you know, is alarming. But she, all she did was she was just stealing roses from people. And I fucking don't know if I like that shit. I mean, I've done it when I was like high school and I had a girlfriend. Her name was Hannah. Shout out to Hannah. Great girlfriend. She was the best. I was the worst. Um, I gave her flowers once and they were, they were neighborhood flowers. I stole them shits. Many men have done this. Flowers are overpriced. Flowers are overpriced. It's a monopoly. There's all these shops called florists. They're basically fucking drug dealers. Uh, there's, you know... You can't, they know, girls know if you go to Woolworths to get flowers or the fucking service station. And you know, service station tax, bruh. Fuel prices are high. You know, you get a $7 thing of connoisseur ice cream, it costs $11.50 at the service station, bruh. You do not, bruh, you pay for convenience at those motherfuckers. You, they know if you're going, if you're buying shit, if you're buying flowers at a BP, baby, you've done something wrong. And they're going to charge you for that shit. That's at about twenty nine fifty five. I think we're going to have to use that as a quote. That was, you know, that was truth right there. Oh, and I don't have a pen. This is tragic. This is tragic, bro. We don't have a fucking pen over here in the booth. Oh, cool. So I'm behind my laptop. What did I say? Twenty nine fifty five. Yeah, I think that's a good. That's what bored man should be doing. You know, when I say something funny, he's like, yeah, writes that shit down, you know, sensational. Um, fuck. I don't even really know what else I'm not. <sighs> I'm not sure, bro. Um, I've got some clays reviews for you. If you want to hear those, uh, no objections. Cool. Comedy action horror. Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting like Tinker costumes. This segment is Clay's Reviews. Nice. Nice. We're, we're in here. Clay's Reviews. It's been a while since I've been here. Um, dude, I've, I've, I've got four for you today, which is pretty big. First one I've already mentioned. I saw the Batman on the long weekend, Monday. Uh, dark, gritty, raw, just like my comedy, honestly. Um, star power. It's all basically the Batman is the same as my comedy show, bruh. Yeah, I got a review. We're going to go through all this next week. Um, it was dark. It was gritty. It was raw. It was... You know, it didn't romanticize Batman. It didn't try to make him a cool guy. He honestly was a bit of a fucking creep in this shit. You know, he wasn't 
He wasn't that billionaire playboy style. He wasn't at the parties wearing a tuxedo. He was in his little cave, you know, fucking hunched over computers, just like, I am vengeance. It's fucking dope, man. Robert Pattinson, good Batman. You know, he's a nocturnal creature. He's got to wear, you know, shades during the day because his future's so bright. But is it? I don't know. Should he leave Gotham? How can he? He's, he's justice. He's vengeance. You know, Catwoman. Um, what's his name's daughter? Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. Baddie. Baddie. Yup. Yup. She was dope. She's better than Anne Hathaway and just as sexy. I think Anne Hathaway is very sexy. I think, you know, I don't think you're supposed to really judge movies on sexiness of the actresses these days. I think apparently that's, um, I don't know, something, inequality or... It's something. If there's if there's something that you think can be complained about, it can be, and that, and that that's one of them probably. So, um, bro, I yeah, I just love that they made the Batman a creep. So you're sort of sitting there like, fuck, is Batman a good guy? Or is he a bad guy? You know, is the Riddler right? You know, to the most of the movie, I'm thinking this is fucking lit, and then the ending was just a bit, a bit too much. It was a bit silly, a bit extra, a bit dramatic, and uh, unreasonable almost, and yeah, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't really fuck with the ending that heavy, but overall, dude, eight out of ten, that's lit, I watched this TV show on Apple TV Plus with my man Adam Scott, and um, oh shit, what's her name from Escape from Dan Mora, Arquette, Arquette, Patricia Arquette, dude, and she is a hot older lady, honestly, she's a bit, she's got broad shoulders, but I, you know, I, I, I dig it, I dig her look, she's, she's a hot older lady, and dude, um, what's his name, Adam Scott, I, I like, it's like a thriller TV show, um, about, you basically, severances when you get this procedure done so that you get to work and you you don't have any idea about who your what your real life is and then while you're at real life you don't have any idea what you do at work so there's just like this separation it's it's the ultimate work life balance really except your work person feels like they blink their eyes and they're back at work so they they don't they don't have the feeling of like going home and resting. They just sort of like leave and then like they just feel like it's nine in the morning again. Uh, and it's it's pretty nuts. It's a crazy premise. Um, it's it's dark. It's it's relatable, even though it's so like futuristic and creepy. It is still relatable. Uh, and I recommend it, man. Eight out of ten. That's two eights. You know, sometimes I come in here, I've watched six fucking things, they're all fours. We're two eights in right now, we've got two more to go. Uh, new one on binge, Winning Time, The Rise of the uh, the Lakers Dynasty. It's all about the Los Angeles Lakers. Guess what? They do a really good job of introducing you to everyone so you can watch this shit even if you're not a basketball fan or a Lakers fan specifically. The one thing I don't like is they break the fourth wall 
quite regularly, especially in the first episode. It dies off a bit in the second episode. There's only two episodes out right now at the time of this recording. Um, they come out uh, on Mondays on Binge. So there's a third one coming. But if I've only got two episodes to review, I'm going to fucking review them because for the first time ever, I'm fucking, I'm ahead of the game. Because, you know, I'm still watching the fucking Sopranos. It's 20 years old, you know? So winning time, the rise of the Lakers dynasty, everything's dope. It's, 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 it starts in the 70s and they've filmed it in such a way that it actually looks like it was fucking filmed in the 70s. And the costume design's unbelievable. The, the actors are great. They've chosen actors that look like who they're acting. Uh, and everyone's doing a fucking fantastic job. I love it so far. Eight out of ten. Three eights. Three eights with one review left. Think about that. Let's hit it. Vice Principals, also on binge. Danny McBride. You might know him as Eastbound and Down. You know, Kenny fucking Powers. Imagine if Kenny fucking Powers is your high school principal. That's Vice Principals. It's lit. It's hilarious. It's original. It's a fucking eight out of ten. Four eights. Four eights, baby. That is what we've been doing this week. Um, just going through it, man. I haven't been posting the uh, Clarice reviews, but they're all edited up and ready to go. I've just been trying to um, promote my friend show, man. Uh, thanks to everyone who has come so far. It has been a wonderful experience. Uh, like I said, ups and downs. But um, honestly, if you have been to my show, thank you. Um, if you haven't been, thanks for fucking listening to the podcast at least, man, because I love you guys and you know it. So don't forget to love yourselves. Uh, you know what to do. Share Welcome to the Potty on everything. Share it. If you share it, you got a chance to win some merch. So you got to share it and send the screenshot of your share to Welcome to the Potty uh, Instagram. Please don't forget to reach out if, you, if you're if you having any, um, you just need to chat or like, you know, you're having a hard time or whatever. Um, you know, if you don't feel like you've got anyone to talk to, uh, I, I I get into those DMs. I, I respond to them. Um, if you've ever DM'd Welcome to the Potty before, you know, let people know. Let let other people know because I you know I'll I'll hit you back. Sometimes I not straight away. You know I'm I got shit on as well, but I'll hit you back if you just need to chat to someone. You need you need to feel you need to know that someone cares. Because I care, we care, everyone cares. It's a big family here. Welcome to Baby, welcome to